Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. Hope you're doing well. I want to remind you that every Thursday, most every Thursday at four o'clock Eastern, I offer a completely free webinar on a job search topic. If you want to know what those topics are coming up and you want to register for one of those sessions, you do that at mastercoachwebinars, that's plural, dot C-A-R-R-D dot co. And I hope to see you in the webinars. We're having a really good time there. You have a chance to ask questions and get coached live if you're up for it. And I don't send those recordings out. So if you register but don't attend, you are out of luck, I'm afraid. So today we're talking about articulating your brand on your resume. And I want to start by talking about why this is so important. I don't think any of us would argue that corporate branding is very important. Corporate branding is necessary. We're going to do an exercise in a minute where you think about what do you think about, what comes to your mind when you think about certain brands. We want people to have that same reaction with you. We want them to know exactly what they're getting if they buy brand, let's just say John. So what exactly do you want with your personal branding? Well, first of all, you want to differentiate yourself in a crowded candidate pool. There's going to be a whole lot of people in that candidate pool who either have no branding on their resume or it's very non-differentiating branding. You want to be very clear because here's the thing. You want an employer to have a very polarized response to your resume. They either want to say, yes, absolutely, we must interview this person or this is not the right person for this job. And that's that's great because you don't want to work at a place that's not a good fit for you either. The alternative is you're the generic candidate and you want to avoid that at all costs. Because that candidate is typically, if you think about when you buy generic versions of something, you don't buy it because it tastes better or it's a better quality product. You buy it because it's cheaper. And that means they're trying to get you for cheap. And oftentimes the generic candidate doesn't make it through to the final cut because they've got some people in that pool who have very clearly articulated their brand. So you want to differentiate yourself in a crowded candidate pool. You also want to clearly convey the benefits an employer is going to get from hiring you. What do they get when they get brand John? And then, as I said, you want to avoid being the generic candidate. And then finally, you, what it's not is an objective. And I still see resumes come across my desk that has, I'm looking for a position that blah, blah. Nobody cares. That's not the point of your resume. Your resume is a marketing document. If you think about, if you think about McDonald's and advertising, we want to, you know, sell 4,000 orders of french fries a day in this store who cares nobody cares what you want we want to know what you can do for us so the problem with most people's attempt at branding is that it's either generic or um, completely non-differentiating so what i mean by generic is it's 
it's I'm a team player. I'm a hard worker, blah, blah. Nobody cares. That's your opinion of yourself. It's completely unsubstantiated. And it's, you know, who are you differentiating yourself from? All the people whose resumes say I'm a loner and I'm, um, I'm hard to get along with nobody. Right. So we want to really be differentiating in this branding. And there are a lot of ways to get at this. One is to work with a coach like me, and I highly recommend that. There are also online activities and exercises that you can engage in. You can just Google personal branding and see what comes up. And um, and also, it's a really great idea to ask people who know you well in a variety of capacities and get their input. I want to start with an exercise to kind of begin the branding process. So what, what I recommend that you do if you're driving... Uh, or even if you're not driving, I want you to stop the recording after I give you the instructions so that you can at least think about, and if you're able to write down your answers, then do so. I want you to choose one of these brands and then write down three adjectives that describe that brand. So three adjectives. Adjectives are like um, friendly, um, tasty, speedy, um, you know, you could say excellent customer service. Go with that one. So here are the brands. Nike, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Apple Computers, Keurig, Bombas Socks, Disney World or Disneyland, and Yeti. I'll give you those again. Nike, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Apple Computers, Keurig, Bombas Socks, Disney World or Disneyland, and Yeti. So you probably, if you did this exercise, you didn't have any trouble coming up with three adjectives to describe the company you chose. You want others to be able to quickly come up with words. You want them to have adjectives in mind when they think about you that are the adjectives you want them to have in mind about you. Branding is really important for your resume and LinkedIn profile. It also can serve as a guidepost in making career decisions. It can help you to see the path you should be on or choose one job over another. It can help you in the elevator pitch, right? So you're at a networking meeting. And once again, when we start having in-person networking meetings, you may be doing it over line uh, on Zoom now. You want to be able to incorporate your brand into your introduction. Here are some questions that you can ask yourself. And again, feel free to stop the recording and, and work on these activities. So I want you to pick one of these following to compare yourself to. A model of car, a breed of dog, a household appliance, or a restaurant chain. Model of car, breed of dog, household appliance, or a restaurant chain. And here are the questions I want you to ask yourself. Which one am I? So if I pick model of car, I'm, you know, I'm a, a Ford F-150. Why did I choose that one? That That's the real good question because, you know, you could think that, you could think an, a model, a Ford F-150 represents strength and durability and somebody else could be choosing a Ford F-150 because they can haul a lot of cargo. They're heavy duty. And then you want to talk about how does that choice describe me? In what way do I believe that I am like a St. Bernard or I believe I am like a refrigerator or I think that I um, am like Starbucks? And then these are really great questions to ask other people who know you well. You could shoot them an email, people that you've worked with or you work with now. Hey, I'm doing this activity and I'd love your feedback. 
and you just say which which one of these model car breed a dog household appliance restaurant chain um pick one for them right and then say what model of car would you think best describes me why did you choose that one how does that choice describe me the next step to engage in is to select two or three of these questions to answer i would recommend that you journal so put some content behind that put some thought around this so I'll, I'll answer these or I'll give you these questions a couple of times what have you consistently been asked to do in your work so you're asking yourself what have I been consistently asked to do employers are not going to keep asking you to do something that you stink at right or something that you clearly don't have any energy around so what do they keep asking you to do Another question, what is your secret sauce? So it may not be what you do, but how you do it that differentiates you. So what is your secret sauce? Another question, how, what do others say you do well? So what do you keep hearing from coworkers, your boss, customers about what you do really well? And I typically find with that question, I have to, when I'm working with my clients on their resume and I'm asking these questions, I've got to go down a couple layers on that one. So if they're saying you give, maybe the customer feedback is you give exceptional customer service. Well, we want to drill down. Maybe there's a secret sauce there to their customer service. Maybe there's, there's something about them that is causing that exceptional customer service. Another question. What is your unique constellation of attributes? This one is my brand. So what I mean by that is I, there are people out in my space, career coaches and resume writers who are, who have the same initial resume certification that I have. There are people with a master's degree. There are people who are certified coaches with the same certification that I have. There are people who are uh, Myers-Briggs uh, practitioners out there. But I don't know of anyone who has all of the things that I have. And on top of that is one of 25 master resume writers on the planet. So it's my credentials all wrapped up together combined with some other things, my customer service, how open and friendly I am with my clients, um, how articulate I am, how intelligent I am. All of that goes into my unique constellation of attributes. And then finally, what areas of work do you lose time and kind of become totally absorbed in? You just are completely in your zone doing your thing. So those are the questions. What have you been consistently asked to do at work? What is your secret sauce? What do others say you do well? What is your unique constellation of attributes? And in what areas of work do you lose track of time and become totally absorbed in what you're doing? So now I want to give you some examples. The first one is for a multi-unit manager in healthcare. So this is the top part of their resume. Seasoned operations and facilities manager with a record of superior facilities management with award-winning cleanliness, rapid response to resolving issues, and strict adherence to healthcare provider standards. Consistently asked to take on additional roles and responsibilities due to resourcefulness, meticulous follow-up and follow-through, and ability to empower team members. And it's so important with this, this branding statement is that I've substantiated these things elsewhere in their resume. So I want to make sure that I have achievement bullets that speak to these things. Highly effective in communicating with staff at all levels of the organization, as well as collaborating and enhancing relationships with referral sources. 
representative successes. And so then I've listed some of the successes in the, that are elsewhere in the resume. So how do I do this? I don't want to just take a bullet from elsewhere in their resume, an achievement bullet, and duplicate it up at the top of the resume. I want to maybe combine things in a different way or express them in a different way. So here's, I'm just going to give you a couple of these examples. Promoted from operations manager of a single facility to district operations manager for 23 facilities with X company, a fitness company with 700 plus facilities throughout North America. Uh, recuperated as much as 1 million in revenue through effective facility manager training and motivation. Restructured key position at company to take a holistic view of the patient experience that included referral sources, family members, and other key stakeholders. So I am giving them, I always think of the top part of the resume as like the book jacket, right? If you are interested in a book, you think you might want to buy it, the first thing you're attracted to is the front cover. And does that look intriguing? Or maybe it's the title. That's kind of the appearance of your resume. Then we're going to open up that book and we're going to read the flap. That's like your top section of your resume. If I like that, then I want to buy the book. That is to say, I want to keep reading and maybe even inv invite you in for an interview. Here's another example. Astute and personable finance executive with considerable experience leading financial reporting, preparing year, yearly operating capital budgets, APAR, payroll, purchasing medical records, dietary and environmental services. This is somebody who had worked in and had managed a wide range of departments in a smaller hospital. We wanted to express that. Consistent record of increasing transparency slash accountability, resolving financial management issues, and implementing systems and processes that enhance efficiency and effectiveness. And then I have exceptional record of, and there's, there's several things here, um, supporting managers and understanding financial operations and making intelligent financial decisions, managing physician contracts and vendor negotiations for a range of services, renegotiating contracts, and eliminating excess spending to realize significant savings. One more example, Chief Human Resource Officer, delivering an executive presence coupled with a data-driven decision process and willingness to engage in tough conversations. Senior HR professional with an exceptional record of improving employee engagement and retention in the high turnover field of health care through a combination of building strategic relationships, gathering data directly from frontline workers, and restructuring hiring, onboarding, and compensation processes. Then we have representative achievements again. And here's a couple of those. Transformed perception of HR into a true business partner in support of organizational leadership with an optimal blend of training, change management, coaching, and a full branding shift. Served in key leadership capacity during COVID-19, including massive furlough and establishing remote work structure for 5,000 employees. And again, those bullets are not cut and paste from elsewhere in the resume, but I have reconstituted them in some way. I've come at the bullet from a little different angle. In some cases, I can take multiple bullets from down in the professional experience section and combine them into a single representative achievement that shows, you know, I've maybe they've consistently reduced expenses at several different companies. I can combine that message from different bullets in the experience section into a single bullet up at the top of the resume. So it may be something like consistently reduced expenses by maybe I give a range. So it was 12% at one company up to 36% 
And then maybe I did it in different ways at the different companies. So maybe I put all of them or maybe a representative list of how I did that up at the top. I hope that makes sense in terms of developing your brand. Again, I think this is one, especially if you are in a highly competitive field and really are finding the competition stiff for the jobs that you are looking for, working with a branding expert like me. Um, and it, it's part of the resume process that I go through with my clients, but I'm very quick to say that that same branding process will serve you in we, we put it in your LinkedIn profile and then it also becomes, you know, how you speak to potential employers, how you network, how you, how you introduce yourself. I hope this has been helpful. It, again, if you have questions about branding, shoot me an email, lisa at exclusivecareercoaching.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'll be glad to answer your questions and I will see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.